Coming up, three nerds launch the beginning of yet another pointless pop culture podcast. And where better to start than 2009's biggest fad? This week, it's Silly Bands, and this is Most Extreme Podcast. Most Extreme Podcast, the show where we discuss and analyze the enigma that is 2000s pop culture. I'm Brett Ellison. I'm Jonathan Snowdy. And I'm Jarrett Whitworth. And this is it. This is our first episode, which is super exciting. Um, we did, this has been, I guess, a month of planning. Very short um, planning of doing this thing, but yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to hopefully see uh, how this goes and hopefully we can do this for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um <laughs> But yeah, so I guess sort of a the sort of a basis for where we're coming from and just sort of the relationship between us as the three hosts. Uh, we ran a summer movie camp for about six years together. Jonathan, you came around. You became a you you started as a, a camper at the camp, and then you came later to be a. Yeah. I think I started being a counselor in 2014. That sounds about right. And yeah. then you came in in 2015. No, I did. I did three years. Yeah, summer 2015. Yeah. So that. and so <clears throat> we sort of have a lot of background together from doing uh, camp writing, uh, camp films. So we've done a lot of short films together and writing. Um, so that's been something that's sort of how we get to know each other. Uh, Jonathan and I, um, we used to do a podcast off of my phone using mm-hmm. an app called Anchor. Uh, which is free for anyone who wants to use, and um, we can get you paid just now by starting out. Um, sponsor? We got What? Is that uh, our first? How sponsor? much are they paying you to say that? I we're not. Uh, well, they're not paying me to say how great their amazing service is, or you can start just with a click of a button by pushing on Let's your app. Just run down the list. Amazing, <laughs> award-winning customers. I'm, no, no I'm not reading anything. <laughs> this is all. I'm just so sorry. But it was called Dope or Nope. Essentially, what it was was just like a movie podcast. Um, where we would go see a movie and then we would leave and just not talk to each other and just run straight to the car and then press record on my phone and just review just sort of the first initial thoughts of a movie were. Um, sometimes it would be short, sometimes they were long. There wasn't really a... Yeah, no, it was always, but it was always raw. It was just like, it was very raw. I just saw a movie, here are my thoughts, it's 1am. Right. Which was the Which was the shortest one? I want to say... Was it Mission Impossible? Might have been Mission Impossible Fallout or Us... Um, Jordan Peele's Us, or um, shoot, what's another one that we did? Uh, Halloween, the new Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. That one was pretty good and short. Um, but yeah, those are fun. But it was very much like I don't know what th- my these are my initial thoughts now of a film. Um, but they would always change normally. Yeah. Um, like I just saw like the last one we did, I think was Rise of Skywalker, and I think my review, I still stand by like maybe half of it. Hmm. And then I would probably say I don't agree with the other half. But that's just like right coming out of the movie. So Right, right. I definitely, as I've had time to sit with that, I've changed my mind about a lot of things. Yeah. So um, that's a review of uh, Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, Jared. I didn't mean to be We're off to a okay. great that start. Um, but yeah, also, I mean... I can I, so those are sort of the things that we've come from podcasting. I've done some audio dramas and some other things in the past, so we've sort of have that. But I think also the three of us enjoy hanging out with each other, and we like talking about these type of talk, topics. Um, so yeah, but why this topic? Why two thousands pop culture is something uh, to definitely ask as we begin this journey of talking about pop culture. Um, I think a lot of it comes from. We just ended the 2010s as a decade, and so right now we're kind of seeing that start to mold into what it is as a culture, um, even though it's we probably won't get an idea of what it is um, until later on. Um, but Jonathan and I were talking the other day, I think definitely like the early 2010s is something that's sort of becoming easy to shape right. and figure out, especially in pop culture with things like... I remember everyone being really into zombies at the beginning of that. Oh, yeah. Like, zombies was all over the place. And oh, yeah. 
bacon, like bacon memes. Mustaches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Handlebar mustaches was big. Or really just like the word hipster mm-hmm. was something that oh, yeah, like, huge. yeah, like that term hipster definitely I think started then. But even like, I would say 2015 through 2020, like 2019 is still like, I don't, it's gonna be hard to figure that out until later. Yeah. And that's still the stuff we're trying to find like the context for and what it means in the bigger picture. Right. And well, with the 20, with the 2000s, the early aughts, I think it's mm-hmm. very, uh, it's very, it's, we're starting to figure out what like pop culture is as in like a historical sense of like, this is what happened and it's very easy to figure out. But that being said, because the internet was in sort of its, uh, adolescence phase, then it's, it was, um, it's not like everything was written down and if it was, it's all over the place. So sort of doing research for all these topics has been mm-hmm. kind of hard to figure out where it all goes. Um, but yeah, also nostalgia sells, I think, um, and definitely, I mean, you can look at any BuzzFeed article in the past, <laughs> you know, few years, and it's all, remember the what? 90s? <laughs> and so, you know, by, and it's starting to become like, do you remember the 2000s? Yeah. So we're, you know, going to try to do this podcast right when it starts to happen. So, uh, yeah, it was definitely a, a kind of an end to an era in a ways for just pop culture. I think this was sort of around right the time that, um, you know, rock music sort of slowly began to die out in terms of the mainstream. Um, and also just, you know, it's very, like, easily defined, I think, in terms of, like, the music and the sports and all that type of stuff. Um but yeah, we'll try to hit more obscure topics as we go along. Uh, the first ten episodes that we have lined up are pretty um, kind of, I guess we could say, big ones, big topics. And yeah, we'll try to um, have as many people uh, come on as well and just uh, try to go on. But yeah, you know, like, <laughs> Jonathan's I'm face. Sorry. I think let's not confuse big topics with important topics. Sure, they're just. Uh, well, that's an important thing. There's to a, <laughs> there's a lot too, to talk like, about. I don't think we're ever going to get into like, Jared. What do you think of the Bush administration? <laughs> this isn't that type of podcast. Well, yeah, in, in fourth grade, and I just uh... <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's. I think we'll try to avoid politics as much as possible. Anything that might be too touchy, um, and then also try to avoid, I guess, topics that have been talked to death. So, um, I'm not sure if we're ever going to talk about Star Wars. Hmm. As in, like, we'll talk... I don't think we're going to talk about the prequels trilogy, to my knowledge. I think it's... If we do talk about Star Wars, it'll be more obscure or it'll be, you know, something a little bit more direct than just, like, something that's been talked to to death or... Another example might be, like, The Office. I think that's definitely something that's been talked to yeah, to death. Yeah. Um, you don't want to step on The Office Ladies podcast corner. Yeah, okay, can you we talk want- about that for a second? <laughs> <laughs> Why does- We can compete. <laughs> Directly. <laughs> Hi, we're three guys. We were never on the office, but uh, here's a whole podcast about it. Um, yeah, no, we'll, power we'll, play. we'll talk about it. But why does every sitcom now have their own podcast? I guess I don't know. I mean, as we're recording this, it's definitely crazy times. Um, that's no way to say it. I guess that might be part of it. Is that people have a lot more time on their yeah. hands to do podcasts. <clears throat> Um, but we'll, just content, just getting yeah, content. Yeah, for sure. There. I think we'll, you know, I, as we're recording this and then, um, you know, hopefully by the time this comes out, hopefully things have, uh, died out in terms of everything that's going on in the world, but hopefully we can, uh, have this podcast as a fun distraction and something enjoyable for, uh, everybody out there that's listening. Um, yeah, because we don't want to, um, we want, yeah, this to be, be, be fun. So this is our first episode of recording, so hopefully it's good. And, yeah, we're just going to try it out and see how it goes. We'll see there. what happens. But uh, that's sort of how it is. So I guess to get into our topic um, with all this crazy stuff going on, let's go back to a simpler time, mm. 2008. Okay. How simple of a year that was. <laughs> And hopefully we can get into that. So, uh, yes, I guess if you're, if you've clicked on this podcast right now, you know that it's silly bands. We're talking about silly bands, everything to do with silly bands. 
Um, we thought it'd be a good one to start out with. Now, we're, time, we're t- kind of cheating a little bit because this is a topic that kind of started around 2008, 2009, 2000, but then gets a little bit heavier into the 2010s. Yeah, so right at the tail end of right, where we're so, trying to be. Uh, but we'll see. So, yeah. But Silly Bands. So it's an interesting topic. Um, what, what do you guys have? What is your background on Silly Bands? What do you guys have? from your previous experience with it. Whoops. Hey. Jonathan has some strong opinions on this. No problem. Hey. Um, Well, before there was uh, silly bands, there there were animal rubber bands. So in the... Oh, I have a ton uh, of stuff on that. In like 2002, 2003, there was this uh, Japanese design team, uh, a duo... Oh, yes. That had come up with uh, animal-shaped rubber bands. And their whole point of this was basically to encourage uh, sustainability. To, so rubber bands normally something that's disposable. They were giving it the shape of an animal to make you think about it in a new way rather than just throwing it away. So in 2006, I think their, their ideas were at a um, – uh, was it a business expo in China? Is that right? Uh, yeah. And uh, – Enter Robert Croak. Yeah, well, I was actually that. That's all in my notes for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was, I, I wanted to know more. I guess like from your own childhood or something. Do mm. you have any experience? Oh, from my childhood. Yeah, about silly bands. How do you feel about? Well, how I do you feel about silly bands, uh, Jonathan. I, I, I will rank your favorite five silly bands. I was never cool enough to have any as a child, but I understood that they were the ultimate street cred. You know, when you have the full sleeve. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> hey, baby. Okay, Jared. I I gotta confess, I I could have sworn that these were a thing when I was in middle school, but by 2008, I was in high school, so maybe I'm hmm. gotcha. getting old enough to confuse my memories now. But no, I, I remember people having them again, like all up the arm. I I never got them bought for me or never bought them myself, but I think I did bum a couple off of people until they snapped <laughs> off my wrist. Right, right, yeah. Well, I think for me, like Sally bands were came. Became popular, like, right at the end of my childhood. So, like, before mm-hmm. my teenage years, like, started kicking. So, like, before middle school for me. So, I think I was right at that point where I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> and that I was not interested in it as much. Um, yeah, for but, me, that would have been eighth grade. Almost right. in high school, yeah. So, I think I was just at the point where I was like, this is dumb. I don't like this. Um, but I definitely saw saw it everywhere. I mean, it was kind of impossible to go. I remember I was at the doctor as a kid and the nurse... Um, that I was working with, she had like a bunch of silly bands on, and that was the first time I was like, "Oh, I'm seeing this in besides children." Mm. Um, but do you guys remember when like just wristbands were popular? Like I oh, definitely yeah. remember that the Livestrong bands for sure. Oh, right? Yeah. Oh, and I think oh, it yeah. started with Livestrong yeah. was was the big thing. But I remember like like we live in North Carolina, so there was a ton of like Duke or Chapel Hill like wristbands that oh, people yeah. would just wear to support anything. Yeah. yeah. I had like four or yeah. five of those thicker wristband ones, yeah. I would wear those. It got to a point where basically every summer camp had like their own band. <laughs> Do you remember like That's you'd go right. to a summer camp and they'd have like their own like band and it'd be like, Woo and then and then the writing would all like rub off by the time you got home and you're like, Oh <laughs> Right. Well, that's the one thing, because I think, like, bracelets and things have been popular forever, because, like, friendship bracelets go mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then slap bracelets started in the 80s. Oh, man, yeah. Which, that's a, definitely a summer camp thing. The things where it's like, it's like a stick, and then you slap it on your wrist, and it becomes a wristband. That was in the 80s? Yeah. That's been around that long? Because I remember, wow. I went okay. to some party, and they were giving them out, and then I brought one home my mom. You went to a party oh, in the 80s? Those? Right. Back from <laughs> back aerobics in, class. Back in the uh, 80s. <laughs> Hopped um, into your DeLorean. Yeah. No. <laughs> After I was drinking some uh, Crystal Pepsi, I head back, uh, head back home in my station wagon. <laughs> uh, no, but I, yeah, so that's been forever. But yeah, I think Livestrong Bands was probably the one thing yeah. um, mm. that kind of maybe started this, which is in a way is interesting because Livestrong Bands was created by BC M- BCP Imports, which is the same company that... Robert Croak, the person who created Silly Bands. All coming so, together. Oh, really? Yeah, I so. knew he had experience with some, because uh, he, ex- he had had experience with like uh, entrepreneurship with restaurants and other small businesses in the right. 90s, and then he had his own, he, I, I only saw it listed as a custom clothing 
line, like a custom apparel company, mm-hmm. and he had done some silicone bands. Yeah. Is that BC Imports? Do yeah, they do... BCP Imports is the people who created the Livestrong band, uh, which is definitely a sign of an era right there. Mm, um, right. Um, yeah, in terms of bands or something, the only thing that I wear is a watch. I don't have anything mm-hmm. else on there. I don't. I mean, I've done friendship places before in the past, but right now, I mean... I used to live in Japan, and when I lived there, I didn't have a phone for an entire year. So the only way I got around was by messaging people on Facebook and then just remembering what time it was. So I've had the same uh, uh, Iron Man triathlon watch on me for, I don't know, five years another sponsor right there. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Just to talk a little bit more about uh, Iron Man watches. Iron Man watches have been around... (laughs) Um, with a Timex years. Indiglo. Uh, if you look at Timex.com, you can check out various types of uh, digital watches just for all athletic uses. That's just a demo in case Iron Man's listening and they <laughs> want to Just, wanna just in case it gets back to yeah. them. What we're asking for is sponsors because we're just starting out. And I need, I'm, I'm behind. You've already mentioned Pepsi. I mean, that's yeah, exactly. <laughs> Crystal go Pepsi. big or go home. Did they bring that back, Bristol Pepsi? I don't know. Okay. I couldn't tell you. But yeah, so Robert Croak. Robert Croak is the guy who is sort of the face of Silly Bands, sort of the guy who created it, um, and the CEO of Silly Bands as a company. And mm-hmm. he is from Toledo, Ohio, and right now he has a net worth of $15 million uh, from Silly Bands. Wow. So wow. He's okay. sort of, if you look up everything, he seems like a super nice guy. I've mm-hmm. All the interviews I saw with him, uh, he's very much... Sort of a textbook definition of an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. So I took a peek at his Instagram, and I say that's accurate. Yeah, very much. If you want to like what you would expect an entrepreneur to be uh, in terms of what he's done, that would be number one. Um, so yeah, so he's had experience with sort of the the, the band thing. Um, I I I'm, I kind of have at least from my research, I kind of wrote it down in a linear fashion. I don't know about it, but y'all. Um, but to sort of give a background on him, there's an uh, an article from Inc. Magazine that yeah. Um, yeah. he did, and I, I have it right here, so I'll go ahead and read the, sort of the beginning, just to sort of give you an idea. This is from Robert Croak himself. Um, he said, It all started when I was 23, when I took over my grandparents' restaurant. During the 90s, I opened two more. I also started a concert promotion company and a custom apparel company, and I had some minor successes selling custom silicone bracelets online. I've always believed I've had one big hit because I've had so much going on, but nothing re- really ever took off. I remember my mom saying once, I don't understand why you don't just get a job. I said, Mom, people like me don't get jobs. I've been working for myself so many years, it'd be odd to punch in a clock. Now, that's all great, Robert <laughs> Croak, but I would say the majority of all of us, including entrepreneurs, at some point have to punch in a clock. Also, that's digital now, so, mm. Mm. yeah. Very much you can think of the <laughs> textbook entrepreneur, the person who goes, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm my own man. Sorry, Robert, if you're listening. We're, we're going to make fun of you a little yeah. bit, but you seem like a nice guy. You couldn't get him on the podcast, Jonathan? I tried. Did you invite him? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, very much a self-claimed <laughs> entrepreneur. Um so yeah, so he did BC Imports with Live Strong Band for a while, and then the other one was Brainchild Products in two thousand three. Uh, did you look into them at all? I no, I didn't see that. Yeah, so Tell me so more. Brainchild Products is sort of the best way to describe them is they sort of make uh, like products that you would normally see at like Dollar Tree. So they make like bottle openers, uh, sling bags. <laughs> um, like coin purses, like plastic coin purses. So stuff that you would probably see in like a prize box um, or like at a prize counter. So cheap stuff that you can easily make um, for a bunch of people. But yeah, that's sort of the background before he became Silly Bands. And as Jonathan sort of mentioned before, mm-hmm. um, do you want to tail it again? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, so... As you mentioned, Brett, yeah, he's got experience as an entrepreneur. He's sort of the textbook uh, picture of that. I think actually if you open a textbook in a in business school, you'll actually see him in there. Um, Pop right out at you. Yeah. In, in 2006, he was introduced to the idea of these animal rubber bands. 
that were again designed um, by this Japanese design team um, as a kind of create a dialogue about sustainability. But he saw them, and as he described it, a few months later, sort of a light bulb went on, and he saw them in a new light as a way of he could take this idea, modify it just a little bit, and then sell it as basically a collectible toy or a fashion item. Um, and so I think the changes that he said he's made is, you know, made them a little more detailed. Um, I think if you look up the original animal bands, they look a little bit like, uh, like animal crackers. They're like that level of like, if you squint, it looks kind of like an animal. Um, <laughs> hang on. I have a picture of it cause I can show you. What oh yes. They look bring like. that up. So um, if you know what animal, if you know what, uh, silly bands look like, we'll post this on our social media. So you mm-hmm. can see it, but here's. Here's what they look like. These are animal bands. They're pretty much the same. Thing. Yeah, that's the same thing. Yeah. Right. But right. they're the same. Yeah. And like you were saying, yeah, it's sustainability. Right. Um, so their whole thing was, I think that actually won an award. And I think there are animal rubber bands in, is it the Metropolitan Museum of Art? Yeah. Of no, modern they're art? huge. Um, they're, they're in there. So, yeah. So, so that's the predecessor to Silly Bands. Right. Silly Bands came... Later, so in 2006, he's introduced the idea. A few months later, he kind of gets, oh, I can change this up, make them more detailed, a little bit thicker, hopefully more durable, and then we can kind of mass market these. Right. Fast forward to 2008, the peak of the Silly Bands craze. They're selling over a million packs <laughs> per week. Yeah, no, it's Jeez. crazy. So, so I found the team that made the original Silly Bands, and they're called Passkey Design. Yep. Uh, the designers are named are Yumiko Ohashi and Masanar Haneda. Mm-hmm. I don't know who they are. I, I know I live in Japan, but I, I've never heard of these people before. But yeah, no, they're um, yeah, it's it's very identical I, to what a silly band looks like. So there's nothing different. From his words, uh, Robert Craig in that same uh, Ink Magazine article says, "I went to a trade show in China in 2006 and saw the rubber bands created by the Japanese designers." Months later, an idea came to me to make them bigger, thicker, and more detailed. Um, and yeah, for, really from there, it just kind of took on. Like you were saying, it became huge. Um, yeah, they're they're massive for sure. Um, and then it's sort of a weird, kind of strange way on how they became big, if, if you think about it. So um, – it, there's a CNN business video, a YouTube video. Did you watch this? I uh, know I didn't see that. Okay, so he's on CNN business, Robert Croak, and he's sitting there with a, a polo that has the word "silly bands" on it, and it's very <laughs> funky words. By the way, it's spelled with this a Z. Is, it is. I that's think, very two thousands. Oh yeah. yeah, very two thousands. Very like we're gonna market this to kids. Because silly bands. Has a Z at the end of it. Was Kids Bop with a Z as well? Yeah. Right. Is Kids Bop with a Z? Is that, is that Mandela there. effect? Let me confirm. <laughs> um, it... Okay, it's still... Uh... But yeah, so definitely, I think it became... It looked like it's... Peak. It's not just with a Z. Kids Bop is all caps. Oh, there it is. Um, yeah, to bring it back... <laughs> Should we do a Kids Bop episode? Kids and... Bop! Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's the thing about Kids Bop... <laughs> well, there's a bunch of things we can talk about. This is probably its own episode at some point. But okay. Kids Bop, their ads were always like infomercials. So it would always mm. be like, Kids Bop 15. And then it would be like a music videos of the kids singing to right. whatever the songs is for like 15 seconds and then going into the next one. Mm-hmm. And then would do the whole infomercial CD thing of like listing all the songs and then the ones in yellow would be the ones that you're now just hearing. Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you, I think you had to call in. And this is right before, like, I mean, streaming for sure. And I think iTunes had had a big, but it was, but I don't understand, like, why they would be marketing them to, like, old people. Maybe, I mean, the only time I would have ever see kids pop ads were on Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah, it was so, Nickelodeon, Disney, or right, not Disney, they only But I don't think stuff. kids are... I don't know anybody who's a kid who's always been like, we're going to get to... <laughs> I've never seen a Kids Bop CD in the wild. I've only <laughs> ever seen it on television. Yeah, you, you never been to like an FYE back in the day and saw like... Oh, gosh. Yeah, like forever ago. Oh, man. I think, they, I think I've seen one at like a Target or something. Yeah. That was never like in someone's car and they were like, hey, 
putting this kid's <laughs> bop really slaps. Yo, you pass know. me the ox. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, so silly bands. <laughs> Let's bring it back in. Um, so silly bands, yeah. So yeah, it. Yeah, I think by this 2008, 2009, that was definitely the peak um, of when they were selling, like you were saying, millions. Right. And I think oh, in that we, same article, he says by 2010, it started dying off as a craze right. in that ink article. Right, right, right. So my – again, going back to his – so to go to his quote um, from the same article, he says, At our peak in 2008, we were selling more than a million packs of Silly Bands a week. We had people driving to our offices from Alabama, Indiana, Kentucky, you name it, just because they couldn't get through on the phone and they needed Silly Bands to their stores. One day we were so overwhelmed with shipments and phone calls that we ran an ad on Facebook saying anyone looking for work and we'd hire them on the spot. We had a line down the sidewalk. Our warehouse was full, so we had to set up tables outside the building, and we had people packing orders right there. So this is definitely huge. And they stayed wow. in Ohio, so it's in terms of the warehouse and shipping. I Do we know if they were manufactured in the United States? I don't think so. Probably not. I'm assuming so, because I'm... Because um, his other company, Brainchild Products, the one that just sells, like, sling bags, mm-hmm. um, that seems very much like manufacturers in China. No, they probably, they probably contract that out. That sounds about right. Um, but, yeah. What are you saying? The domain Silly Bands is for sale. Yeah. So their official website is uh, sillybandsonline.com. Are you on, like, GoDaddy or something? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Just sillybands.com is up for grabs. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm okay. saying. Okay. Do you want to pull, like, a Nathan for you, uh, Nathan Fielder, and, like... <laughs> Are we going to, like... Do, like, a dumb Starbucks thing? <laughs> where you just, like, by parody law, just... It would be incredible. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, at this point, my notes are sort of all over the place, but... um. But there's a business, uh, CNN business video in which he's on with a Silly Bands polo, and they're kind of showing it off because the the, my, the funniest thing I think for this entire thing is just, I guess as Will Smith said, parents just don't understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very much just like the adults just not understanding right. this. Yeah. Right. And that's been the most fun watching this video. So he's at this table with this woman for CNS business. And she's like, now explain to me what these silly bands are. And he kind of goes on to explain like what they are and that like he says something like, yeah, coaches and teachers have been using them as sort of like a reward for kids. Like you get a silly band if you do, you know, so many laps or something, Mm. um, which, you know, that seems to work. But then he goes on to say, um, now, uh, with Silly Bands, he goes, now it's really been breaking into the fashion industry for women in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, and we owe that a lot to Sarah Jessica Parker. Now, to explain <laughs> to explain that so that you're not, in, you're not expecting to see them in, in like, the Versace uh, store, uh, essentially what happened was Sarah Jessica Parker, star of Sex and the City and many other things, was at a red carpet event, and her son gave her a silly band, and she wore it on the red carpet for a press screening. Ah. And that was one of the many things where it sort of, like, blew up. And it started coming into sort of the adult sphere. Right, and this is sort of around Sex and the City's, like, big, and the movies are coming out, so... um, I I assume that she's a big enough star? Because if you said right now, oh, yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker is, like, a spokesperson for us, I'd be like, oh. <laughs> you couldn't get, like, um, you couldn't get anybody else? <laughs> Frank Oz? Frank Frank Oz. I have an article from the New York Times uh, from June 30th, 2010. Uh, I'll start off with just the headline. Older audience for child's bracelet is not a stretch. Oh, my. Yeah, no, it's funny how many people, they couldn't understand it. But the other celebrities that they had sort of in this time that were, like, wearing it as a fa- – I guess for fashion was uh, Mary-Kate Olsen. It's like the Olsen twins. Oh, there you go. Definitely oh. this is near the end of their career. Right. Um, so, <laughs> um, Are you suggesting that silly bands up. had involvement in that? No, no. I, I just think it's not something I want to be saying. It, it'd be like saying if Alfonso Ribeiro was wearing them. You'd be like, okay. oh. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. 
It's not the first person you would think of as like a huge star in that time. No. Is what I'm saying. Ah, okay. Um But yeah. You get I, him you, doing that dance with the silly bands though. Yeah, no, it's, it's getting, all over. It's like if you got Richard Karn from Home Improvement or something. <laughs> like, oh going back to infomercials, how many ones did that guy do? Um but the big one was actually uh, Shakira had an album cover uh, called uh, Sele El Sol. Sorry, I'm, I hope I'm saying that correct. Sele El Sol. Um, essentially, and it's her and she has silly bands on and it's uh-huh. one of her albums. So that was one of mm. the big ones that kind of uh, got it big. Well, you, well, you know there were um, basically licensed packs for both the Kardashians and Justin Bieber. Yes, so that right. getting into later, but yeah, for sure. That was once, um, it, I think it would had just his peak. That was like what 2010, Justin Bieber Maybe, and yeah. Kardashians, which yeah. I don't think we're gonna talk about those two, <laughs> sort of become 2010s. Thing. Yeah, but Justin Bieber definitely got huge in 2010. Mm-hmm. Kardashians have been around for a long time, but the keeping up with Kardashians, like reality television, was something. That was, I think, at its peak around 2009, 2010, even though it's been around for a long time. But the craze where everything had a reality TV show, I think, was later. Now, the other thing I've found um, is this incredible press release from Quiznos. Okay. Announcing that... We have the same one. Announcing that now served served alongside (laughs) Quizno Kids Meals will be um, three silly bands, a pack of three silly bands. So they're explaining to basically uh, everyone what silly bands are. Uh, so I think you you had you had a chance of getting something from either the space pack, the sports pack, dinosaur pack, or the rock and roll pack. Um, let me let me just read. This. So they they describe what about silly bands. <laughs> I have the same press packet. Yeah. Let me, let me just read the like the first few sentences. Not since the Beanie Babies of the 90s has mm. a children's entertainment trend taken the world by such force. Silly Bands created its $100 million toy empire through the sale of small rubber pieces of collectible jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> um, silly Bands, jewelry. which hold their shape when not in use, come in a variety of shapes. Which include basic shapes as well as holidays, seasons, animals, music, fantasies, sports, and license shapes. Okay, so going back, so yeah, you could choose between state. Well, I don't know if you could choose, but they had right. the space, sports, dinosaurs, and rock and roll were their themes. Right, right. Because silly um, bands were sold in themed packs; they weren't like blind box or like random. No, right. no, it's not no, like no. Pokemon cards. Um. Look really closely at the one that's for space. Does the astronaut just look like a fat person and not an astronaut? Here, here, I have it on my phone. Does that not just look like the Michelin Man <laughs> instead of? That's supposed to be straight out of Ghostbusters. That's the that's the worst movie. gingerbread that man that I've ever seen. Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Yeah, um, I do vividly remember that guitar though. I know um, for a fact that guitar was a part of my life. Yeah, they were definitely huge. Well, 2009 was interesting because of. Yeah, Quiznos getting it in their kids' meals, mm-hmm. which I want to know why, which is sort of interesting to get us, right. because if it's such a huge, like, packet thing, was it Silly Bands being like, we like Quiznos brand, so we're going to go mm-hmm. with them, or was just Quiznos the cheapest option? Because I know, like, the franchising deal for McDonald's Happy Meals is, like, really expensive, mm-hmm. which is something like, like Disney can do a bunch of their stuff, hmm. um, which we should totally do one about, like... Happy Meal, like, toys and stuff like that, because I, those were huge, at least for me. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, as a kid, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know, like, why they chose Quizno specifically. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Actually, to go real quick, I do have something from that same uh, press release that you do, Please. and it's, um, uh, <laughs> it says the following, um, because of the high demand for silly, silly bands, Quiznos is implementing tighter security in its restaurants. <laughs> 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 This is all oh true. Oh my gosh. Team, what? Member, team members are being advised to keep a watchful eye on this popular product. Wow. <laughs> Just kids jumping over the counter. <laughs> Give me the Show me the pans. Please put the super soaker down. <laughs> we'll give you a mushroom and Swiss and you just calm down. <laughs> um, yeah, that that is maybe the funniest thing I saw in the entire press release. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> 
heightened security. That is one thing that's really interesting about them, though, is that they didn't really do a ton of marketing. There weren't commercials for them. No. A lot of it was just kind of word of mouth. Um, Yeah, and that kind of thing works. Listen, one kid at your middle school shows up with a full sleeve, double sleeve even. It's got to be the right kid, Mm -hmm. but... Right, yeah. The right kid shows up. Right, 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 yeah. Which, I I have some notes about that later. But when they do, Um, it's all over. But yeah. Um, they did some, they said they had like, I mean, their Facebook was sort of how they kind of started in terms of mm-hmm. business, but I, yeah, most of it, I think was just kids. I had it on, um, for sure. Um, in 2009, the learning express toys, you guys know about them there, uh, there's one, uh, close to the home depot for where we live. Okay. But it's basically a okay. toy store, but it's a little bit yeah, more yeah. educational. Yeah. Um, but they got the exclusive deal to be the first retail shop to sell Sullivan's. Okay, yeah. Um, and so that was pretty huge because um, they're all over, and uh, especially since they're they have like Legos and Playmobiles mm-hmm. and things like that, but they're not going to have like video games or anything like that. Right, it's right. Very much like kind physical of goes along with the, kids' toys. Right. It right. kind of goes along with the brand of of like if we're going to give kids something to do, we want them to be, you know, off the television. That makes sense. You're right, but this is also sort of where we start to see like a lot of ripoffs. Oh, I have brands. a I have a list oh. of uh, of knockoffs. <laughs> uh, go for it. Okay, so there's the classic silly bands with a with a Z. The the, the uh, company that we're talking about. Right. Started, yeah. Um, known knockoffs. There's uh, zany bands. Yeah. There's wacky bands. <laughs> buddy bands buddy bands there's also just bands <laughs> with the z bands and and my personal favorite googly bands googly bands now googly, googly bands, bands is interesting because it's one of the most common knockoffs and features such fun categories such as water sports and body parts well one of them Whoa. is a pair of lungs oh which i'm sure only looks like lungs yeah, it doesn't really look like anything else. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, there's. Uh, I saw fun bands. The fun, mm. the best one I saw was that Little Caesars was selling them. Here you go. Here's a picture what? of that. <laughs> Are they also hot and ready? Um, well, there's one of Caesar himself that I don't know what that looks like. Um, yeah, but okay. There's so a knife in it. From what I remember, this is just from people talking about it. But also, uh-huh. just from what I remember, is that like the ripoff ones broke really easily and they didn't feel as best on your wrist right they would like leave a mark where like the silly bands mm-hmm. ones like they had kind of, they sort of the company itself for silly bands the one we're mm-hmm. talking about had sort of figured it out in terms of the feel of it just the sturdiness the strength right um which of course you could break it if you you know pulled hard enough yeah but yeah yeah so that's definitely part of it um but yeah kind of going back into sort of um the whole idea of like this being a fad and sort of a kid's toy and just also just mm-hmm. like parents just not understanding. I have um an a I think it's from I want to say it's from ABC News. Okay. And it's a it's a video of Silly Band Cells. This is CBS News, excuse me. Oh, CBS. And I want to just play the beginning of this clip. Um, a lot of it's very funny. This is a great example of uh, parents not understanding, so I'm gonna just go ahead and play the clip for this. This is very funny. What are these things called? Silly bands. <laughs> They're silicone bracelets that come in dozens of different shapes. French fries. Dolphin rocks. And at about five dollars a pack, stores can't keep them in stock. It, that's very much like a like a adults trying to figure it out. They're silicone uh, <laughs> thing. <laughs> Um, they go around your child's wrist. <laughs> very much like it's almost very much like in in the reporter way of talking about like any second he'd be like, and they were murdered like less last, last, last week. So very much like not understanding. But my favorite part mm-hmm. is so in the video, it's a reporter like at some like ten year old girl's birthday party, and they all have them on. And the, when he goes, now what you got on there, kids? And they all at the same time go, silly, man. <laughs> Leave us alone, sir. Uh, uh, the, one, the one part of that video made me laugh the hardest was, at one point, uh, at the very end, he says, um, across the country, a new arms race is on. <laughs> Which, uh, 
Oh, those, those, those Russian silly bands are coming for you. That's great. <laughs> That's such a reporter. Like I'm trying to like find a way to conclude this, <laughs> but it's gonna sound really offensive. Um, yeah, but that's also part of the whole parents not understanding the craze for sure. Also, but like, didn't didn't they have like our parents and stuff? Like several generations have had like oh, collector yeah. toys that were just as stupid, right? Like, right. I mean, like, yeah, Beanie Babies is an example. We I had mean, so many Beanie Babies in our house. Oh, yeah, totally. Really? Yeah. yeah. Up? Oh, yeah. All oh, the time. Me too. Yeah. And uh, was huge in the and we had we had one of those books that was like in fifteen years this is going to be worth one point three million dollars. Right, and it's like that never happens for now. a pack yeah, of two hundred. It's like hey, five hundred dollars on eBay. Right. And now it's like fifty right. cents. It's like no, no, no. You'll pay me to take these away from you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was trying to look up like how much. Unless you have was, like a crazy rare one. What was the most someone's ever paid for a silly band in terms of a trade? Because I know a lot of it's like I'll give you this astronaut for your turtle or something. Mm-hmm. So I want to know like, yeah. But yeah, it's very much like a parents didn't understand. Mm-hmm. I can totally see like a late night like on a talk show bit of like a comedian getting up there or like the like a Jay Leno somebody just going up and being like, "Hey, these kids have <laughs> silly bands now." And back in my day, they really had one kind. It was called a rubber band or something. <laughs> it's like the most like <laughs> sad joke like about a silly band uh, and just making fun of kids for paying five dollars for them. Yeah, like, nah, we only had one band. That's my Jay Leno. I was about to say, I'm impressed you got him for the podcast. That was yeah, he's <laughs> it's, a real, Thanks, Jay. it's a real, real PowerPoint. But you can tell by that joke, you can just hear Baby Boomer in the crowd. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you tell him, Jay. Um, for sure. I read one in crowd that's really funny that was from a website called chickenvisor.com called uh, <laughs> Are Silly Bands Changing the Dating Scene? <laughs> what? That's just the funny part is that it's called. Well, I found some very uh, different stuff on silly bands. Oh no! Um, so there are many rumors about silly bands. Um, oh, the most benign of which I've heard is that if uh, your child leaves them in their pockets, it will destroy your washing machine. <laughs> I haven't. Oh, for sure. I haven't <laughs> found anything that will hmm. sort of corroborate that story. But um, I had I did find a semi sketchy WordPress site from about 2010. Um, very concerned for our children's safety, um, that these, these toy silicone bands are really symbolizing something else, something the kids are just becoming aware of sexual acts What? and that they are code. Wow. Yeah. No galaxy brain. (laughs) But I I want to understand how this how silly bands how how is that so going? some some apparently <laughs> before silly bands when there were just the silicone <laughs> bracelets when they were just the they're animal. they're claiming no just the silicone okay. like the bracelets right. yeah just the plain ones that those were like you'd put them on and like oh if someone like snapped it off your wrist that meant that like certain things had to happen mm. which first of all wow. i think that's bs i'm not sure that's happened anywhere <laughs> in the world mm-hmm. no that's not like that is not i stole your silly band now we got a kiss like well yeah what? i mean like how was that part of having i think the other thing matter if you wore it on your left wrist or your right wrist or anything is that a triceratops right. on your wrist or are you just happy to see me <laughs> <laughs> The other thing, the other thing this um, this article mentioned was uh, what was it? It was like <laughs> was that apparently uh, they were claiming there's a tradition where if you take the tab off a soda can, that meant like someone owed you a kiss. Oh yeah, I mean we did. Have you like, heard of you, that? you flick it back and forth, where you flick it, and oh, every guess, flick yeah. is a letter. And I, I, that was the first time I've heard of this. Wow. Oh, we would do that all the time. It's like Morse code. I mean, it was just like you know. Right, it's like Nothing picking. Came of it. It it's like just, picking the petals became, off a flower. Like it became for middle school guys. Out. It just became like who can be the one with the strongest fingers to. Flick oh, it to off. like a. It was just a challenge at that. Point. Okay, yeah. And then you're like, oh, L. You know, you just kind of make up. You just figure it out. <laughs> yeah, you really wanted to be the. Right. Sail it. Right. Send right. it flying across the cafeteria. Wait, speaking of hidden symbols and like as drinks, mm-hmm. do you, have you seen that video of that woman who's explaining that Monster Energy is yes. satanic? Yeah, right. That's a classic. Um, but essentially, like the three, the claw signs uh-huh. 
like in in like Roman or like Hebrew something. It's like Hebrew, old, yeah. I it's think Hebrew. Yeah. Like each one of them is the letter six. There's the number six. Oh so it's six, wow. Six six six. Right. Yeah. And then, like, the O in the monster is, like, an upside-down cross. The best part of that video mm. is she looks right at the camera and goes, Now, do you know what a MILF is? Oh, whoa. <laughs> and then she points, right, to, the, right, she points like to the a, back of the can, and is apparently they use the word MILF on the back of that can of monster. Yeah, it's, it's can, interesting. I've never oh, but had she's got her whole thing down yeah, on like what point, this means. At, at one point, I think at one point she says something like, "And you know, it's a, a cross upside down because when you drink it, it's upside down because you're going bottoms up, you're going down." Like, wow, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a side note, but that's a funny video. I kind of buy it. <laughs> Have yeah, you ever had Monster too. Energy? I've never had any energy. Uh, I accidentally had some Red Bull once, but that was about oh. it. I don't think I've ever had an energy drink. I, I, I ordered a different drink, and then she gave me, like, a Red Bull vodka, and I was like, oh, gotcha. oh this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've tried some Red Bull before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first taste was free. <laughs> I, <laughs> Jonathan. Jeez. Um, Coming in hot here, Jonathan. Did you, did you get wings? <sighs> no, sadly. <laughs> um, yeah, I had friends in college who would just, like, Every time I'd see in the mm-hmm. library, they'd have, like, an uh, energy drink. Yeah. No, yeah. I never oh, when I that. worked in fast food, pretty much our entire kitchen was, like, hooked on this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just pyramid cans yeah. of empty energy drinks. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. That's not for me. I mean, I Excuse I me? There's a, there's a energy drink can in my fries. <laughs> <laughs> I asked for Dr. Pepper, not an empty monster energy drink can. Full throttle. <laughs> Um, but yeah. Oh, so going back to silly bands. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about earlier? Bring it back. Bring it um, back. so, uh, in 2010, uh, silly mm-hmm. bands won what's called the Taggy Awards, which is a toy oh. and game adventure awards for excellence in oh, toy design. Um, perfect. Yeah. And he gave her, and Robert Croak did a really good speech. He was just like, Hey, this goes out to the team, uh, back in Ohio, like very much. It's a cool award. It's very much the nerd awards of like you know we sit around here and vending toys. We should have our own like Oscars or something. Right, right. So uh, you can't just keep congratulating the Rubik's cube every yeah. year. <laughs> and the uh, Rubik's cube wins again. How many? Surely Transformers won something. I don't know how it works because this is is Hasbro like the Pixar of the animation? <laughs> they keep winning over and over again. Animated picture. Yep, we got it. Yeah, it's us. <laughs> Sign us up for that. That's just. Um, Whatever movie comes yeah, up. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, and I, that's pretty much my, for the most of my notes, and I was going to talk about, I, yeah, so there was a Kardashian silly band, yep, yep. Justin Bieber ones, um, but the, 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 the physical bands themselves were the only things that ever happened to silly bands. Mm-hmm. There was also... Um, a video game. There were, there were two, technically. Okay. So there were two versions of the game. One version was released for the uh, Nintendo DS in, uh, what year was that? Uh, n- it was November of 2010. And then I think like a month later, they had a very different version of that game come out on the iPhone. And that game um, was literally like Angry Birds. Right. Was actually let me check did. when did when did Angry Birds I think it might have been like the year before. Yeah, if you look at the Silly Bands DS game, it looks just like a straight rip off of Angry Birds. Right. So Yeah. I tried to download it, I couldn't find it. On your DS? No, on my oh no, on my oh. on my phone. Oh, oh no, to, you I was can to play the iPhone game. They have it on uh, on Amazon for the DS. It's like seven ninety five. What? <laughs> How is it still I, that expensive? I was seriously thinking there's about, only three left I, in I stock. Act <laughs> quick. Hey, five hundred dollars on eBay. <laughs> if it was less than three dollars, I would have bought it. Right. Um, you know, it is not quite less than three dollars. A twenty four pack of silly bands, <laughs> also available on Amazon. Yes. Um, I will not be purchasing that. No. 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 <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know that much about the, the the game, other than it very much looks like you just like there's, fling a silly band and then you hit like some blocks. Right. I don't think there's that much depth to it. 
No. From from what I saw in the trailer, it seemed like maybe different shaped silly bands have different powers, like the different yeah. colors of birds and angry I think birds on have the, different. I think on the iPhone one, they when you have like a bird shaped silly band, it like transforms into a bird when you throw it. Oh. Okay, that's well, completely ridiculous. The, the, on, the, on the DS one, it's literally just like they don't even they're not even like shaped like animals yeah. at that point. They're just like round. Well, I, yeah, the the I think the one example I saw was they shoot the guitar one uh-huh. and it hits a box or whatever you're trying to knock down. And it goes, <laughs> and it gives a little <laughs> little whammy bar action. That's, funny. that's perfect. Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, that's bringing me into. I guess I mean we're gonna have to definitely talk about this with some other topics coming up. But okay. Just, um, this whole idea of like kids toys at that are like built on collecting that's the whole mm. idea of them because you know pokemon is probably the prime example of that where literally the catchphrase has got to catch them all right. like you got to have them all like right. so much of that and i wonder if that comes from just like i don't know just sort of our weird capitalist society of like that's how you market things is just like you can't just have one you have to have them all um and just and so I want to know. I would love to learn more. I didn't do an, a ton of research, but I, I sort of like the collecting psychology of right. kids' toys. Mm. So that goes into because that's been around forever. I mean, Beanie Babies, right. yeah. GI Joes, uh, baseball cards. That you know that's been around forever. Right. But I wonder, like, where did that start? How did that come into play? And, as, and from what I know, and sort of just like, when was the last time this happened? Like with a toy. I, I my my first thought is fidget spinners is the last time, but I can't oh, in, really. Remember. In terms of something going viral like silly bands, yeah, yeah or like you have to have fidget them spinners all, is a good and it's, example. And it's big, but I can't think of anything besides fidget spinners recently since right. then. But even fidget epic. spinners wasn't really a collect them all kind of thing. It was a like it was just like could you have the coolest one or like what right. tricks could you do? With right, one? like what tricks could you do? Can you get the one that's like the glow in the dark gold or whatever? Right. Mm. Um, I guess I, I guess that's what it means I'm maybe. I think it was a toy fad that might be it but i can't think of right. anything in terms of the collecting yeah in terms of collecting i don't think i've i mean kids are still into pokemon and other i stuff. mean are funko pops still big right now i feel like everything that's gets a, a funko question. pop yeah um, that's definitely collectible but that's not i don't but i know more adults i think who collect funko right pops than kids because collecting is huge with adults now mm-hmm. especially just from people i know collecting with Records, which that might be the only thing I collect. Do you guys collect anything? Not really, not to my knowledge. No, <laughs> not to my knowledge. Like I have to do research <laughs> on my own life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not actively. Ball <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I can't really think of anything in terms of collecting that's big like that. I mean, I yeah. think I still have like my Pokemon cards from a, when I was a kid, but I don't have anything that I'm like currently collecting yeah well i mean you mentioned the psychology i wonder if it's like seems not unrelated to like games and stuff with like daily challenges or something you think of Mm -hmm. something like Fortnite. i mean you got all the skins and stuff in there like those are collectibles in a sense as you're trying to get tons of mobile games are built around that idea they're actually um they're named after the uh the gotcha machines in japan right uh, little capsule toy machines so there's lots of gotcha games on uh you know ios and uh and the google play store that the whole point mm. is that like you spend time playing the game to earn points to basically to keep playing the game more. Usually, yeah to, to like summon more of these like and yeah. you have like a yeah it rolls the dice and you get like oh you got the rare five star whatever right you're collecting right 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 but i guess because that's digital i'm trying to think of right that are more like like physical a physical toys, thing which also do i'm like they're dying out yeah that's what i was yeah I feel like they might be in favor of the digital form. Right, which is... I don't know if that's better or worse. Hmm. I'm not a parent, so I can't say anything. Right. But I definitely know that from... I've seen kids getting more and more into video games. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's pretty unhealthy. Um, Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, for for sure. And so I read an article... um, from the New York Times, uh, about and they and they interview a toy industry analyst, and uh, the quote that he had with him was that um, <clears throat> in a high tech area, when children want iPods and iPads and Wii games, if that doesn't date that, um, <laughs> it's refreshing to see something as simple as a silly band to get their attention, which mm. is sort of sort of the novelty of it all is that mm. it's literally just 
the like a rubber band. Very basically. simple. Right. Which is probably why right. kids like parents just don't understand it. But at the same time, like mm-hmm. with this article just sort of saying like at least, you know, they're not just only playing video games. Yeah, I can imagine being relieved as a parent if I could get my my kids like a five dollar pack of like toy rubber bands as opposed to like a sixty dollar <laughs> As opposed to, whoops, my credit card information is in this, in my PlayStation, and you bought $120 worth of Fortnite skins. $5,000 on Clash of Clans. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I mean, this is definitely a different time, so it's probably, you know, a little bit different. Um, But yeah, but that kind of brings me in sort of to the death of Silly Bands, which Mm. was definitely around the 2010, 2011. It felt, at least when it was here for like six months... Maybe, mm. and then just died out. It was, I mean, like all this kind of stuff, it just kind of... Yeah. It's like a, like a bright star, you know, it just dies out quick. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so for a lot of different reasons, uh, the, big, the, big, the big two, the big one was that uh, they were banned in schools and yeah. in public places for being yep. too distracting. Um, right, because kids would be trading in the middle of class. Right, or throwing like them. Right. I mean, there's the whole trick, you know, you can throw a rubber band. Right, right. Um, as... To hit I'm tired of being hit by this Justin Bieber, <laughs> <laughs> Justin silly Bieber, silly band in the back of my neck. <laughs> um, the other one being a health hazard. Um, right, I've saw that about. Uh, sometimes, if you put a lot, or some of the some of the off brand would be a little bit smaller, no. and there was a concern that if you had too many or some that were smaller, that it could cut off circulation. Right, um, which. I guess there's some truth to that. I think there's a one or two cases, but then, right. like with anything, if something viral has something bad happen with it, right? Mm-hmm. All the media stations are like, oh, "What's this?" Yeah, and I think that's definitely was part of mm-hmm. what killed this. Was very much like you hear one kid, and I think it was even a rumor at one point. Like I had this, I knew, I knew Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, and we all that's know a, this one kid. That's a very Jimmy. That's a very middle school thing. He went out. He went all the way up to his neck. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the kid in a christmas story like he can't move his arms yeah. <laughs> the silly bands uh-huh. he didn't even put on pants this morning um, <laughs> there was also all silly bands there was also the the rumor that um silly bands were made of uh recycled old condoms yikes yeah that was another reason that they kind of died is that um that's no good man but that feels like every that, every anything fad wise. Well, that's yeah. Dies out because of some stupid rumor. Right, right. Um, that rumor is like only holds up until you think about it for two seconds. Because how are you going to recycle that? But parents yeah. will believe anything. Right, right, right. Yeah, and that's and that's that's part of this. They'll be like, what? Um, and or maybe we'll look for any reason to stop paying five dollars a pack for there. Right. <laughs> Which I got the only ones so, I think. And I we're done buying these. I got for free. Hmm. Like I don't want this one. Anymore. Yeah, I just, I just, yeah, mm. I just got them for free. So, but yeah. Oh, and the, I did read a really funny article, um, sort of about the end of it all. Um, the fun part is <laughs> that the 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 name of the article is "Silly Bands Apparently Making Kids Too Silly," which. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny to me just picturing the, kids just like sitting there quietly and the minute they put it on they're just like Ugh! like the joker hysterical competing news station laugh. the bands are making making the kids too bandy <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this <laughs> <laughs> I can't hold on so much longer I mean the point they're saying is that they're just they can't control themselves in class because they're just playing yeah. with them too much but right. still I just like the idea of that I feel like that's it just any kid with like silly. a pen <laughs> This like exactly clicking their pen. Which I mean, that was the whole thing with fidget spinners. Is that fidget spinners were distracting in class? I'm pretty sure I got yelled at in school at least a dozen times for like tapping my foot. (laughs) Oh, so okay, so context. Jonathan and I know each other. We went to school together. Yeah, yeah. um, Elementary school, and I would doodle constantly in Mm -hmm. class, and I would get I would get like my notebook taken away all the time. And I think it was a mixture of just. I don't have ADD or anything, but I just a way for me to pay attention, and also I didn't care about anything the teacher was ever saying. Weren't you homeschooled? So is this your mom taking your? Uh... Yeah, so we. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan just lived at my house. No. <laughs> no, Jonathan and I. We had uh, a. We did a like it was like a co-op homeschool mm-hmm. thing yeah. together. All right, so you were going around. You were yeah, right, yeah, right, 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 and then. 
We're not just insane. That just, no. <laughs> <laughs> your mom, your mom hated your doodles. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan's are terrible. <laughs> um, my mom doesn't talk <laughs> like Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> sorry, Brenda. If you're in New uh, sorry, sorry, mom. I love you, mom. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much it. So, uh, Robert Croak now. Um, just like so, where where is he now? <laughs> the epilogue. The most the the most recent thing I've seen. I think it's his second most recent post on Instagram. All I've seen is it's a video. All I've seen is the the thumbnail that just says sanitizerbands.com Whoa, what? I did not see that. Um, let me let me look this up real quick. Could be big. I think he's Could be big. I have not looked into it at all. Um sanitizer bands. Sanitizer bands. I I want to say bands. I want to say the idea is that they're um excuse me, sanitizerbracelets.com. Oh, okay. I wanted to say the idea is that you have like hand sanitizer in like a bracelet, so you always have it with you, and it's something that you don't have hmm. to worry about. Like, is it in my back pocket or my purse, or did I leave it in the like glove compartment? Um, Just on your wrist. Hmm. Okay. I don't have anything else. To say. <laughs> I was like, is there more to that? Oh, so that's what he's working on now. I th- I guess that's what he's working on now. Gotcha. So uh, I think all the other pictures are like him and his wife. That's my other thing, because if you just Google Robert Croak, the f- most of the first things you pull up are just that his wife is half his age, and people are angry about that for some reason. But they seem to be in love. Well, they right? seem happy. Yeah, they seem nice. Yeah. And just the first thing is like, Robert Croak, the CEO of Silly Bands, his wife is half his age. Yeah, that's a problem if he's younger than, like, 34. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But, um... <laughs> yeah, oh. no, so, uh... So, do they have a what? Here we go. The antibacterial wristband. Oh, here we go. Um, stay well with the official sanitizer bracelet, trademark. Our sleek and stylish patent-pending design is made of 100% medical-grade silicone and has a refillable cell. Wear the sanitizer bracelet and never forget your sanitizer at home again. Um, it looks kind of like a Fitbit, I guess. Gotcha. Um, it's kind of full of sanitizer. Oh, huh. I guess there's a button on it. Did I, you make one that just can pepper spray somebody? I was, I was thinking like Spider-Man style. That's what I was. String. That's where I was oh, going you, with oh, it. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. That's what I was going with. But also people get angry at that immediately. But yeah, I'd wear that. Right, right. Like, oh, what cool Fitbit. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so in terms of, yeah, Robert Croak, uh, the only things that he's done that I've seen, he did a Reddit AMA not too long ago, uh, that was pretty interesting, just sort of how he felt about, uh, what's going on, sort of thing. Uh, he was on the show High Stakes Poker on ESPN, and he lost big time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so he did not make a lot of money on there. That was, yeah, a lot later on, but he was on Mm -hmm. High Stakes Poker, so I guess he likes, uh, poker. That's all I can say to that. Um, but yeah, he's sort of talking about that sort of the generation of kids mm-hmm. um, that grew up with silly bands has sort of uh, turned it into sort of a resurgence now um, mm-hmm. that you're seeing with people like in college right now are, are wearing silly bands. And so yeah. that's made some money uh, here and there um, and that he's excited that some you know people of the certain age who were kids are sort of bringing it back and that's right. sort of coming back in a little bit of a nostalgic way. Yeah. Doesn't take long before you're you're diving into the nostalgia. Want to go yeah. back? And so. Also, quick side note: it's it's. In, I tried to look up information on Robert Croak. Of course, I went to Wikipedia first. I sure. just want to add that if you enter Robert Croak into Wikipedia, it just redirects to the Silly Bands page. Yeah, I don't know what that says about him, but mm. or about Silly Bands, right? Yeah. This is all the information but that we I, could find in the time that we did the research. There might be something crazy that we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah. So, I mean, I had a friend. Um, she gave me a silly band just to wear. I think it was a shark. And then I mm-hmm. wore it around uh, at school for, like, they had, like, a, uh, my sophomore year. And I was just walking around and several people came up and they were like, oh, silly bands. So I remember they'd be like, oh, okay, so this is definitely, 
you know. This was a thing. This was definitely a thing. People were really into it in that it definitely has still a bit of a fan base. Mm-hmm. Fan base, excuse me. What yeah. were you going to say, Jared? Oh, I was, I, um, I was going to confirm that, yeah, if you put Robert Croak into uh, right. Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, just straight to the Silly Bands page. Straight to the, you're not even... That's just him just going, look away. Keep my life to myself. Look at the product. Look at the product. Good guy. Yeah. But we don't know everything. But we'll just assume the best, you know? Um, But yeah, any other other thoughts? No, we reached reached the end of my notes a long time ago. Okay. Yeah, that that was pretty much all I had to say in terms of uh, silly bands. Yeah. um, Yeah. Uh, what if I told you that <laughs> I brought some? What? Oh man! Okay, I will bring silly I, bands. Come on, Brett. You can't I will bring some too. bands <laughs> for you guys next week. I almost, I almost got some and brought them in. Okay, but man, they're not expensive. They're actually, I think they're cheaper now than they were. Should we bring it back and maybe do a style thing? No. Okay, <laughs> That's not gonna look good. Uh, so you came in from the interview, and I actually, uh, I really, I really <laughs> dig the uh, the original animal rubber bands. Yeah, I kind of like sick, and you. Um, actually, they're <laughs> they're from the Metropolitan Museum of Modern Art. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that's all I have to say about sleep bands. I will hopefully Great. bring some for next week. Um. Any final thoughts about anything? The podcast itself, or do we uh, do we know what we're doing next? Yeah, um, our next episode. Do you want to? Do you do you know? I don't. That's why. You I don't? Asked. Oh, I thought, I thought we you did, but I, I don't have it pulled up right now. I, I, I haven't memorized it's it. It's another fad. I'll give you that as a hint. It's another fad. Does it come in a squeezable tube, or am I thinking of the week after? No, that's not a fad. It's still around. <laughs> That's still this around? One, this one, let's just say, is a fad with speed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we'll leave it at that. Um, well, we've come to the end. This has been Most Extreme Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Um, uh, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and you can email us. Uh, we don't have the, any of the handles just yet, but we'll probably get working on that soon. Um, but, yeah, well, maybe we'll just end it all We'll end it here, and then I'll, and then we'll later add. Like, you can re-record something. Yeah, so yeah, we'll that's that. that's fine. But yeah, thanks so much for listening, and uh, yeah, we'll hope to see you next week.